Welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast, coming up. From an aesthetic point of view, it's lovely to look in the mirror 10, 20 or 30 minutes later and actually see how lifted the skin looks. It's great to see those immediate benefits and that's such a good motivation to keep it going. I'm your host, Danielle Collins, and I'm the world-leading face yoga expert, best-selling author of the book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga, and creator of the international teacher training program, the Danielle Collins Face Yoga Method. 17 years ago, I healed myself from chronic illness, and I've spent the last 15 years teaching, sharing, and serving millions of people in person, on TV, and online to help them look and feel the best version of themselves. This podcast is about giving you simple, effective, natural tips and advice and sharing knowledge and insight from industry experts. If you have a friend who you think would enjoy this podcast, please share it on social media as it means so much if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast as it allows more people to feel healthier and happier naturally. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. This is the Face Yoga Expert Podcast. Hi guys, and a warm welcome to this week's episode of the Face Yoga Expert podcast. So it's my birthday. Well, actually, as I'm recording this, it's two days before my birthday. But when you listen to this episode, it will be my birthday. So 23rd of February, and I will be 38 on Sunday. So my birthday is always a sort of a bittersweet day, I guess, for a few reasons. So it seems to be quite a significant date of things that have happened to me. So many of you know my journey when I was incredibly ill with ME or chronic fatigue syndrome, which was a debilitating illness that started for me from glandular fever and made me housebound and bedridden for around 18 months. Now, I became really ill with this when I was 21, but I didn't actually get my full diagnosis from a doctor, even though I wasn't able to work, I wasn't able to function properly. I didn't get that full diagnosis until my 22nd birthday. So finally, I went back to the doctor after lots of blood tests and lots of screenings and seeing lots of different doctors and specialists on my actual birthday. And the doctor said to me, we know that you have ME. Now, this might be something that you have to live with for the rest of your life. This may be something that you only suffer from for a couple of months. We don't know. We don't know enough about this illness to understand how to heal you. There's no medication we can give you. You just need to rest. You need to look after yourself and then you can get better. And it was obviously my birthday and it was very much bittersweet news. It was in some ways completely devastating because I knew that I'd been given news that deep down in my gut, in my heart, in my soul, I knew and I had known for a long, long time that that was something that I was suffering from. But just having that diagnosis was 
well, it was good in some ways, really, because it had been recognised. All the symptoms that I'd been suffering from had been confirmed and it was on my records that this was what I was suffering from. It was also obviously incredibly sad, incredibly difficult because when you hear the news of something like that, it's hard. It's really hard because you know that, am I going to have to live with this for the rest of your life? You know, you ask yourself so many questions. But that day I went home, I had to get a taxi home, even though it was maybe a 10 minute walk to the doctors, but I couldn't complete that 10 minute walk. And I spent the day in bed. And that's how I spent many, many days after that. So that birthday, my 22nd birthday, was a very sort of bittersweet moment, really, but a big turning point in my life. And then within a year, I healed myself and I did all my training in um, professional relaxation therapy as a yoga teacher. I went on to do training in well-being coaching, nutrition, face massage, meditation, and then fast forward to my 30th birthday. Now, my 30th birthday, I found out that I was pregnant with Lucia. So I would say maybe three or four days before my 30th birthday, I had amazing party with my friends. So we did it as a black tie party, red carpet. So I hired out a bar, put this amazing red carpet down. Everyone was wearing either black tie or long dresses. I had this amazing long red dress, which I still have in my wardrobe and I actually haven't worn since. I feel like one day there may be an occasion where I just get this red dress out. But I knew that day that I was pregnant. I knew when I went to that party, I was pregnant. Now, I wasn't drinking alcohol because I gave up alcohol when I was 21. So I didn't need to worry that that was a risk in any way. But then on my actual birthday, just before we went down to see my family in Plymouth, I took a pregnancy test and I found out I was pregnant with Lucia. So I was really lucky because I got pregnant really, really quickly with Lucia. Almost as soon as we made the decision that we wanted to have a baby, I was very, very blessed to fall pregnant really, really quickly. So that was an amazing birthday. Now, many of you know that I have two children, Lucia and Lilia. Now, when I found out I was pregnant, it wasn't with either of those two. Now, I had had a miscarriage just a few months before. It was very, very early. I was about four weeks and the miscarriage was very, I guess, as easy and straightforward as a miscarriage could be. Um, I found I was pregnant and then very soon after I bled and I knew I was miscarrying. I went to A&E and they confirmed that as well. I went to the clinic the next day and they also confirmed it. Now, once again, I got pregnant very quickly afterwards. It was my 33rd birthday, took a pregnancy test and I was pregnant. I rang my family, said I'm pregnant. As the days went on, I started to feel the nausea more and more so, um, which is for me a real big sign of pregnancy because I always get that really bad nausea for the first three or four months. I'm never actually sick, so I'm really blessed that I don't actually throw up, but I do have that nausea. 
So I was starting to feel these symptoms stronger and stronger. So I was really feeling quite confident, really, that this time I wasn't going to miscarry. This time it was going to be a really healthy pregnancy. Now, unfortunately, I did miscarry. And on 1st of April, when I was around 10 or 11 weeks pregnant in total, I had to have an operation under general anaesthetic to remove the... I don't want to really call it baby, but to remove the fetus, to remove the embryo. It's difficult to to say a, a name of what to call it. In the hospital, they call the operation evacuation of products of conception. So that's the medical term of it. So that was a really, really difficult moment. I'd probably say that 1st of April that year was the hardest day of my entire life. So that birthday, my 33rd birthday, again, was a bittersweet memory. I was so excited that I'd fallen pregnant, but fast forward a month or two and I'd lost the baby. Then today or in two days time is my 38th birthday. So I feel this is going to be a good one. I feel really good. It hasn't been the easiest sort of six weeks or so. I had shingles at the beginning of January this year. I was quite lucky because it didn't affect me massively. So I know with some people they can get chronic pain with it and they can't function normally. I've been able to carry on as normal, but other than the sort of quite painful sort of cluster of spots that I got on my leg and then the just sort of rundown feeling, so a little bit of a cold, a little bit of a headache. I've been generally okay, but I can't quite shake the sort of pins and needles feeling. I'm finding that they're coming and going. And also I'm really aware that you can get shingles when you are run down and when you are under stress as well. And when you are under stress. So I've just been trying to think recently, how can I sort of rebalance things a little bit more? I know that my body will give me little signs of when I need to sort of pull back, when I need to look after myself a little bit more. And I feel that this bout of shingles is definitely that. I've had two sort of sinusy cold things since I had the shingles, which I just can't shake. So I'm aware that my immune system has just been a little bit run down. So as I say, nothing serious. And I'm going into Sunday feeling quite positive, very, very happy. I feel so blessed. I've got two amazing children. I've got a wonderful husband, wonderful family and friends, really love living in our new house. And just such an amazing community in the face yoga family, in the business that we run, just so blessed. So even though health-wise, I don't feel 100% at the moment, I'm definitely nowhere near where I was going back to my 22nd birthday. I mean, nowhere near that. And I always feel so grateful about that. So even when I have these like little niggly health problems, I remind myself, remember what you went through. Remember how bad that is. Remember what it feels like to be really ill. And also that memory serves as a little reminder of me to just pull back when I need to and look after myself and take some time to rest because there's a part of me that always just says, you never want to go back there again. And even though I know I'm a million miles from that, that tiny little bit of fear that's left in me is quite helpful 
in some ways because it allows me just to make sure I really do look after myself. So that gives you a little bit of an insight about my birthdays and the memories of my birthdays. And what I want to talk to you about today is my skincare and face yoga routine. So I'm going to talk particularly about my evening routine. And the reason I'm going to talk mostly about my evening routine is my morning routine tends to be quite quick. I have to usually get up pretty early. So anywhere between 5am and 7am, just depending on when our girls wake up. So they are quite early risers. And whether it be that I'm with one or both of them that day, or whether they're going to school and preschool, it's all quite busy and rushed in the morning. So my skincare routine tends to be pretty quick. I always just wash my face, sometimes just with a little bit of water, sometimes with a little bit of Lizelle Cleanse and Polish. And then I'll put some Fusion by Danielle Collins serum on. And then I'll use my Green People SPF 30, which I put on in all weathers. So it's so important to remember that sun damage is 80% of our skin aging, which is huge. And we are very good with putting it on on sunny days or maybe when we're on holiday. But what we do forget is even on a cloudy day in the middle of winter, you can still get sun damage. Those aging rays still penetrate the skin and they even penetrate through a window. So even if you're sat in front of a window on a winter's day, you need to be wearing your SPF. So that's always my skincare routine in the morning. Then depending on what I'm doing, I will apply makeup. So sometimes I'll go completely makeup free. So if I'm doing school drop off, I'm coming back home, I'm working for the day, I'm doing all my calls via a phone or just via audio, or I'm recording podcasts, then I don't bother with makeup. I let my skin breathe. If I'm doing a day where I'm presenting or teaching or filming, then I will do my makeup routine. And I'm going to do another podcast on my makeup routine because this is a whole podcast in itself talking about makeup and brands and how I apply makeup. And it's also something which would be great to do on video format. So I'll do that for you as well. But let's talk about my evening routine. I used to find doing all my skincare a chore and then I decided to change my mindset on it. I said to myself, what if I make this a pampering treat? What if I make this as something I'm doing for self-care and looking after myself? And since I've changed my mindset for that, I really enjoy it and it feels like such a luxurious and nurturing part of my routine. So if I've been wearing makeup in the day, this is what I do skincare wise. So I just wanted to take a little break in this episode to talk to you about face yoga teacher training. So have you ever thought about training to be a face yoga teacher? So you may want to do this because you want to start a brand new business. Maybe you want face yoga and teaching this to groups and to individuals to be your main business and your main job. If so, this course is fantastic for you. But maybe you think, well, I've already got a job or maybe you're at home with children. Perhaps you're retired and you fancy just doing something on the side, what I call a side hustle. So maybe you fancy teaching a few face yoga classes here and there. Maybe you would like to have just a couple of face yoga clients and you'd like to have this skill set under your belt. Perhaps you are a yoga teacher already. Maybe you teach Pilates or you're a personal trainer or fitness instructor. 
And perhaps you've been thinking for a while, you spent all of this time instructing people how to strengthen and tone and relax the muscles in their body, but there's that missing part to it. What about all of those 57 muscles above the collarbone? So in the neck, in the face, in the head area, these need training too. These need strengthening and toning as well. Many of our face yoga teachers come from that fitness, yoga, Pilates background, and they actually integrate face yoga into their day-to-day teachings and day-to-day business. And it's perfect for your clients because it means they're really getting a full body workout. Not only are you teaching them how to work all the muscles in their body, but also their face as well. And this is great, as we know, from a wellness point of view, but also from an aesthetic and a beauty point of view as well. And talking about beauty, maybe you're a beauty therapist. Maybe you give people facials or massages or holistic treatments. And face yoga works beautifully with that. Lots of our teachers are beauty therapists. They give their treatments to their client at the end of a session. They then teach them a few face yoga techniques to do between treatments. And this works beautifully because it means that people can keep up the benefits from the treatment that you've given them between their sessions. Also, you can do a standalone treatment. So maybe you want to add face yoga to your treatment menu and offer clients one-to-one face yoga techniques so you can show them what to do and give them a program that they can do at home. Now, we sometimes have people come and do our courses who simply want to learn face yoga for themselves. They want to have that qualification and be able to teach others if they want to, but mostly they're doing it for themselves and maybe for their friends and family as well. And this is fantastic. So you can do this if you want to just learn for you, if you feel like gaining a new skill set and learning how to do face yoga properly. Now, you may be thinking, how do I actually train to be a face yoga teacher? Well, you don't need to have any experience beforehand and we have three different options. So option one is our distance learning. Now, this is a really good option if you like to study in your own time at your own pace. Perhaps you don't want to travel for a course. Maybe you're busy. Maybe you've got restrictions at home and you really enjoy studying slowly in your own time. Or maybe you want to do it because you want to get your qualification quickly and you want to dedicate a chunk of time to reading through your manual, to watching the videos, to doing your written assignment and then to doing your practical assignment via Skype. So distance learning is a really good option and it's our most affordable option as well. Option two works fantastically if you like working with other people. So we do a two-day group teacher training course. Now, this is really good if you want to work in a small group. So we do between six and eight people over two days. You learn all of the skills, you get lots of practice, but you're also given time before the course to study the manual and you get a full comprehensive manual as well as video links that you can continue with your learning and study after you've gained your qualification in those two days. 
And our third option is one-to-one. Now you can do this via Skype or you can do this in person. Now with the group teacher training and the one-to-one, you can either do it with myself or you can do it with one of our super trainers of the Danielle Collins Face Yoga Method. So the super trainers are all around the UK and all around the world. So you can pick one that's closest to you or one that maybe you connect with best and then choose to do the training with them. Now, our courses are all fully accredited by the International College of Holistic Medicine and the Register of Exercise Professionals. It allows you to teach to groups and to individuals and it's an international qualification. So you can teach anywhere in the world once you're qualified. So if you'd like more information on teacher training, you can go to faceyogaexpert.com or you can go straight to the link in the show notes. So let's get back to this episode. I start off with a pre-cleanse. Now I use Dermalogica pre-cleanse. It's a little bit more chemically laden than products I usually like, but I find that it really helps just to get off that top layer of makeup. And I film usually about three times a week, which means I'm wearing fairly heavy makeup just because you have to under bright filming light. So this just takes off that top layer of makeup. My skin is really, really sensitive and it's never aggravated my skin. So it's very, very good for sensitive skin. I'm also someone who could be prone to spots. When I was a teenager, I had the most terrible acne. And over the years, I've managed that through face yoga, through holistic health, through nutrition. But I can still be prone to the odd big spot, particularly around the time of the month. But I have found since I've used this Dermalogica product, I get a lot less spots. I can often go months and months and months without any spot at all. And I think it's because it just gets all that deep down dirt off the skin. So I apply that to my skin. So you literally just put it straight onto the makeup. So without any water to start with, then you add a little bit of water and you rub it all in. So it almost makes like a milky consistency on the skin and you keep just working that into the skin. Then I use a muslin cloth. Now I'm a huge fan of muslin cloths. They're very gentle for the skin. They're a slight exfoliant for the skin. They don't drag or break the skin like if you were going to use a flannel or a hand towel. And they are better for the environment than using piles and piles of tissues or wipes or cotton wool because you can just pop them in the washing machine after each use, wash them and then use them again. So I'm a big fan of a muslin cloth. So I then use my muslin cloth and gently wipe over the face until I remove all of that product. So that takes off that top layer of makeup. Then if I have been wearing makeup, I need to go through more of a cleansing routine. So I'm a really big fan of Green People Cleanser. So it's their gentle cleanser and makeup remover. And for this, I do use a little bit of organic cotton wool. I apply it to the cotton wool and I just gently work it over my skin. And you can actually just see the makeup coming off really well with that. Then I just splash my face with some warm water just to remove any of the cream from the skin. 
and then pat my skin dry. Once I've pat my skin dry, I then use a little bit of Liz Earl Cleanse and Polish. So I just apply that over the skin to dry skin. I use my muslin cloth and I gently work over the skin just to get any remaining makeup and dirt off the face. Now, all of these products are things that I've chosen to use. So none of these products are sponsored. I'm not getting paid in any way to say these. I'm just genuinely sharing with you things that I use. And over the years, I have tried so many skincare products. I'm very lucky with what I do because I get sent a lot of free products, which means I get to try lots of different things. And these for my skin are the best ones. Now, I think it's important just to really highlight that they're good for my skin. And skin is so, so different. So what works for me may not necessarily work for you, but hopefully just by sharing this with you, it will give you some ideas of products that you can maybe incorporate into your life, into your routine. And even if you don't use these exact products, then actually just seeing what I do with my routine, hopefully will help you build a routine of your own. Now, once I've done that three-step cleansing process, I'll use a toner. Now, I really like the Lizelle Instant Skin Boost. This is very light, very refreshing. I just apply a little bit to a bit of cotton wool, organic cotton wool, and I just sweep it over my face. And it just leaves the face a little bit moist, which is perfect for my next product which is Fusion by Danielle Collins. So this is my favourite product ever. Obviously, it's one that is made for us. It's one that's very unique for us and it's one that we sell. So I'm a little bit biased about it, of course. But I was saying to Bruce, my husband, the other day, how good is this product? I said to him, I've never come across a product that comes anywhere close to this one. Whatever the price range, whatever the brand, however big the brand is, I've never come across one that's so good. And I was just saying that in our kitchen the other day, just chatting. I wasn't trying to convince anyone to use it in any way, just genuinely chatting about it. And I'm really not a fan of that sort of convincing people to use certain things. It's really just not my style. I just want to share with you what I use, what I recommend to my clients to use. And then it's your choice. It's entirely up to you whether you want to incorporate this into your routine. Now, the reason I love this product is firstly because it works. It gets results. Over the years, I just got sick of skin creams. Skin creams that you put on top of your skin, your face feels lovely and hydrated for about an hour. And then after that, your skin doesn't look hydrated. It looks quite dull. Maybe you put it on before bed, you wake up the next morning, your skin feels so, so dry. And this is because the cream is literally sitting on top of the skin. It hydrates that top layer, that epidermis temporarily. It can just get wiped off so easily, maybe on your pillow, maybe you touch your face, or maybe it just sinks in very, very quickly into that top layer of skin. But what I want is something that hydrates all day, 
and ornite. And I also want something which gets into the middle layer of skin. So you've got three layers of skin. You've got the epidermis, which is the top layer. You've got the dermis, which is the middle layer, which is where your collagen and elastin, so those plumping and firming agents of the skin and all your connective tissue is. And then you've got your hypodermis, which is the bottom layer of skin, which is where your fatty tissue is. Then under that, you've got your muscle. Now, most products do just stay on that epidermis. So on that visible layer of skin, you can see when you look in the mirror, just layers of cells. But this product has got molecules small enough to penetrate into that middle layer of skin, into the dermis, where your collagen is, where your elastin is. And because it's got so many active ingredients in there, it really helps with that formation of the collagen and the elastin. So some of my favourite ingredients in this product are the rosehip oil. Now, rosehip oil has been clinically proven to help reduce age spots and sunspots on the skin. Now, this is something face yoga can't do. You can improve the lymphatic drainage and circulation, but you can't help to reduce those sunspots. So this is why this product works so beautifully with face yoga. I also love the carrot oil in this. Now, carrot oil is such an expensive ingredient to include in a skincare product. But we knew we wanted this product in there because it has such fantastic benefits. It's full of antioxidants. So these are the products which help to fight the free radicals in the skin. So all that damage that we can get from pollution and stress and sun damage... And this product is also full of essential fatty acids. So our body doesn't actually make these essential fatty acids. We need to eat them or we need to apply them to the skin. And you need fatty acids for that plumpness and that firmness in the skin. So this product is full of that. And there's no bulking agents in there. Now, when I say bulking agents, I mean things that most creams and serums will add in just to bulk the product out. So this is usually water. So if you go and look at your favourite skincare cream, whether it's one that costs £5 or whether it's one that costs £100, most of the time you'll find that the number one ingredient is aqua, so water. So your product is being bulked up with loads and loads of water and then usually just with a few chemicals and then a tiny, tiny amount of active ingredients. This product, Fusion by Danielle Collins, doesn't have any water in it. It doesn't have any bulking agents in it. It doesn't have any chemicals in it. Every single ingredient in there is high performing botanical seed oils. Now, it was made for us by an amazing skincare specialist called Wendy Sterling. Now, she owns a big skincare company and I was really, really keen to work with her because she is so knowledgeable. I knew she would make us a product which works so beautifully with face yoga. So a product that would allow the fingers to glide over the skin when doing massage, but didn't feel too oily and didn't sink into the skin too quickly. So you didn't have that glide after five or 10 minutes doing your face yoga. And the other reason I was so keen to work with her is because her products are all accredited as organic by the Soil Association. Now, I really wanted this product to be Soil Association accredited. This means that the Soil Association, who are the top of the top of accrediting products and food as organic, 
go and check the origin of every single ingredient. So for example, they will go and see where the green tea extract was made and how it's made. They will go and see how the carrot oil, the almond seed oil, the rosehip oil, how all of these things were made, how they were grown, and to check they're the very highest quality. Now, I always use this product twice a day and I love using it in the evening because this is when I do my face yoga. So once I've applied this product, I move on to my face yoga. Now, I always do face yoga in the evening. Sometimes I manage a minute or two in the morning, but generally it's the evenings when I do my face yoga practice. It's when I have the most time. My girls tend to go to bed by about seven o'clock. Lucy is a little bit later now because she's seven, but she tends to be in her bed by about seven and she'll often read till about quarter to eight. So I know from around half seven, I have got that bit of time to do my skincare routine and then to do my face yoga. And most of the time I actually do my face yoga sat in front of the TV with my husband, Bruce. So we usually watch maybe half an hour to an hour of TV every day. And you're probably wondering what shows we watch. Well, I'd love to say it's really intellectual shows, but at the moment we are quite into reality TV, actually, which I know is not great to say, but I figure everybody's allowed one vice. So whatever we be watching, sometimes we watch a film and actually sometimes we do watch things a little bit intellectual. We quite like TED Talks. So we've got the TED Talks app on our TV. So we do watch that. But at the moment, we're quite into rubbish reality TV. So when we're watching that in the evening, this is when I'll do my face yoga and I'll do an absolute minimum of 10 minutes a day. Ideally, I'll do about 30 minutes. So I'll always do 10 minutes for the upper face, 10 minutes for the lower face, and then 10 minutes of massage and acupressure when I have the time to do those 30 minutes. If I'm just doing 10 minutes, I'll pick a few key techniques and then I'll add those into my routine. So for me, it's just non-negotiable to do my face yoga every day. And I don't just do this from an aesthetic point of view. Obviously, that's a huge part of it. I want my skin to look as good as possible, but it's how it feels as well. And it's those wellness benefits it gives me. So however I'm feeling, I feel so much better after doing the face yoga. For example, pressing certain acupressure points, helping to reduce stress, helping to clear sinuses, helping to reduce headaches. The massage releases that tension that may have built up through the day. The face exercise leave my face feeling so lifted and toned, which is such a nice feeling. And from an aesthetic point of view, it's lovely to look in the mirror 10, 20 or 30 minutes later and actually see how lifted the skin looks. It's great to see those immediate benefits. And that's such a good motivation to keep it going. And it's so much part of my routine now. I wouldn't not want to do it. You know, it's not like it's something that's a chore. And that's what I always say to people. If you're thinking, oh, well, I haven't got time for face yoga. If you spend any time each day watching TV, just do your face yoga then is the best time to do it. And if you're thinking, oh, well, I don't know the techniques. I need to look at your book. I need to read your app. Just do it a few times without the TV. So get my app, just search Danielle Collins in your app store. 
do the face yoga a few times, start to get into the routine and soon you'll know it so well, you can just do it when you're sat in front of the TV. But you may be really good at doing it for me time. And when I say me time, I mean that time when you're able to get away from everybody. You sit in a nice quiet room, you can put the app on or you can open my book and you can go through the key techniques. So in my book, you've got lots of techniques for each areas of the face and also certain techniques for problem areas areas of the skin and you can just breathe deeply. You can enjoy that silence and you can really focus on your face yoga. And I must admit, this is the best way to do it if you can. If you can do it quietly in a meditative way, amazing. If you find that you just need to fit it in where you can and you do watch TV each day, do it when you're watching TV. Now, that's probably 80 to 90% of the time how I do face yoga. I do do it other places sometimes. I'm quite a fan of doing it in the bath, actually. Although I don't have all my skincare on then, I prefer to have a little bit of skincare when I do face yoga. I often do some of my facial exercises when I'm in the bath. And sometimes I will do them in the mirror as well. So I quite like just sat at my dressing table and just working in front of a mirror. And if you're new to face yoga, I really would recommend that you do use a mirror. One of the things you really need to be checking is you're not creating any lines and wrinkles or dragging the skin when you're doing techniques. And by using a mirror for your first few times, that will really, really help you just to check that you're keeping the skin as smooth as possible. Now, when I've completed my face yoga, I then use one of my facial tools. So I'm a big fan of gua sha's and jade rollers. So we sell both of these on our website. Just go to faceyogaexpert.com slash shop. And we stock what I believe are the very, very best ones on the market. So I didn't want to try and make my own products. I wanted to actually source them from people who made the very, very best ones. So I love the gua sha that we use from the Hey You Method. And by the way, again, this is not sponsored. It's not paid for. It's just genuinely the product that I feel is the best. It's really important to me of the quality of the jade. There's so many rip-off versions of gua sha's out there. If you go onto Amazon, you can get gua sha's for £5 or £10 and they're just made of glass or they're made of crushed up marble. They don't have any of the healing benefits of the crystal. They're usually not ethically produced and they usually don't have the same benefits. So if you are going to get a gua sha, please invest in a good one. So our ones that we use are just beautiful. Every time you feel that amazing crystal and then apply it to your skin, you're getting those healing benefits of the gua sha crystal, of the jade, but you're also getting the lifting and firming benefits of using a gua sha. You're helping to boost the circulation and your skin looks instantly lifted afterwards. And if you can combine that with your face yoga, so if you can do whether it be one minute a day or whether it be 30 minutes a day of face yoga and then use your gua sha, making sure you've got enough of your Fusion by Daniel Collins serum on, you may need to apply a little bit more before your gua sha. I often find that I just apply a little bit before I do face yoga because I want some glide, but I don't want my fingers to slip too much 
much when I'm doing the exercises where I need the fingers for resistance. And then I apply a little bit more of the product and use my gua sha. And then I quite like just using my jade roller afterwards. They have lots of similar benefits in terms of smoothing the skin, in terms of boosting the blood flow, in terms of lifting the skin, but they just feel a little bit different on the skin. In fact, I might do a whole podcast on the difference of jade rollers and gua sha's because it's a question I've been asked so much, particularly on Instagram and Facebook lately. But if you're interested in knowing more about gua sha's, just head to episode three of the Face Yoga Expert podcast, where I interview Katie Brindle, who's a gua sha expert, and she owns the Hey You Method. And she gives so much amazing advice on the benefits of gua sha and how to use that. So that's episode three, definitely worth checking. So that's all my skincare routine done for the evening. A few other things which I tend to do in the evening, which I find really, really helpful, are drinking chamomile tea. So, so easy. But I try and do this about 7.30 if I can, maybe eight o'clock, just having those calming herbs. I always take two magnesiums, either with my evening meal. So we tend to eat our evening meal about five, half five with the girls. Sometimes we'll eat after the girls have gone to bed, but I would say probably 70% or 80% of the time we all eat together. So I'll take my magnesium then. Sometimes I find that if I've forgotten it or I think, right, I really need a good night's sleep. I'll take my magnesium literally just before bed. It is better to take magnesium with food, but sometimes if you take it just before bed, you find your sleep even better. Just a little note there on the magnesium please don't just run out and buy magnesium. Please just go and speak to either your healthcare practitioner, your doctor, or even go to a very good independent health food shop and speak to one of the nutritionists there and just check what's right for you. Because when it comes to supplements, it really does vary from person to person of what you can take. But magnesium for me really helps me to sleep well. I'm also a massive fan of Chinese medicine. I go and see my acupuncturist, Melanie Leeson, about every six weeks, sometimes more than that if I can or if I need to. And she gives me Chinese herbs, so little Chinese herb supplements. And I take one that really helps me in the evening and again, helps my sleep. Um, This is called Goji. But again, I would only take this if you do go and see a Chinese medicine practitioner or an acupuncturist. A few other things which I find really useful for my skin are my pillow. So again, not sponsored in any way, but I love the sleep and glow pillow. Now, the Sleep and Glow pillow is one which has got little sort of um, cradles, I guess is the way to say it. It's made of memory foam and these little cradles at either side of the pillow and one in the middle. And it just stops your skin getting all creased up in the night. We get so many lines and wrinkles during the night through squishing our faces up, but also through expressions that we can hold in the night without realising it. So this just allows your face to be cradled nicely. And it's particularly good if you're a side sleeper like I am. Obviously, the best thing for your skin is to lie on your back. So this little cradle is great there. So you can just use the code FACEYOGA10 if you do want to get one from them. As I say, not sponsored at all, but they are very nice in giving me that code just to let you guys get a discount. And then something which I love using before bed is my um, rejuvenated collagen shots. Now, rejuvenated are a brand which I've been aware of for years and years and years. I met their owner, Catherine, gosh, maybe 10 years ago. 
And it's only the last year or two I've got back into their products. And their products are great. If you do want to take a collagen supplement for the skin, I'd really recommend checking out their website. They've got really good ones if you're vegetarian or vegan, and there's really good ones if you're pescatarian. So you can have a look at those. And I try to go to bed by about nine o'clock if I can. And I would probably say that this is one of the most important things you can do for your skin. So looking after your mind is incredibly important for your skin, but coupled with that and very much part of that is getting a good night's sleep. And because our days might start at 5am, going to bed about nine o'clock, it's so, so important. And that forms such an important part of my face yoga and skincare routine, getting the good night's sleep. And it's almost as though those sort of two hours leading up to bed are all focused on helping my sleep be as good as possible and helping me just to wind down from any stresses and strains in the day. And the last thing to mention in terms of skincare is nutrition. So this is so important for our skin and it's such an important part of my routine as well. So just like everybody, I love sugary things. You know, if you give me a piece of chocolate cake, it's the best thing in the world. But I know that it's just not good for my skin. So particularly in the evenings, I mean, I try not to eat any sugar throughout the day as well. But like all of us, sometimes I allow myself to have this. I'm very much a believer in living a balance. But in the evenings in particular, I just don't do that. If I'm working so hard on my skincare routine, the worst thing I can do is add sugar to my diet. It just it's so aging for the skin. So if you can try and reduce sugar in your diet, that really makes a big difference. The other thing I always avoid is caffeine. So I don't drink any coffee or tea. Again, it's very bad for the skin, unfortunately. It really does affect the collagen and elastin in the skin the same way as sugar does. It's not good for our stress levels. It's not good for our nervous system, our circulatory system, our immune system. There are some benefits to tea and coffee, which you may be aware of, but all things considered, I would probably say cut down, if not cut those out, if you can. Now, I don't drink any alcohol either, and this is a big part of my wellness routine, but my skincare and face yoga routine. So I gave up alcohol when I was 21. And the reason I gave it up was because I was ill with ME and I knew I needed to heal my body. And when I became better 18 months later, I sort of thought to myself, maybe I'll just try another month or two, see how it goes without alcohol. I've gone 18 months. Why not go a bit longer? And then that one month turned into one year. And then that one year has now turned into nearly 17 years. So for me, it's a big, big part of looking after my skin, of not having alcohol. Now, I'm never one to just go preaching at people, you know, never drink alcohol again or cut it out completely. Just do what's right for you. But please know that it isn't one of the best things that you can do for your skin. And if you can try and reduce it, particularly in the evening, this is really going to help your sleep, but it's also going to help better complement what you're doing with your face yoga if you do do it in the evening. Now, just a little disclaimer about my evening routine. You can do face yoga anytime. It's just as beneficial to do it in the morning as it is in the evening. For me, just because of my schedule, because of being a mum of two young girls, because of my business hours, I tend to find evening is best. But if you're a morning person, if you have that time in the morning, please go for it. Absolutely fine to do everything that I've mentioned in the morning. The face yoga, the gua sha, the jade roller, the full cleanse, that's 
excellent. You can really, really do that. That's no problem at all. And with my skincare routine, if I haven't worn makeup during the day, I do find that actually just a quick cleanse with the Lizelle Cleanse and Polish, a little bit of the Instant Boost Lizelle Toner, and then the Fusion by Daniel Collins is enough. So what I've explained to you is very much my skincare routine when I've been wearing makeup, but it's much, much simpler and much quicker if I haven't worn makeup. I'm quite a fan of face masks as well. Now, face masks can be made very easily and simply yourself at home. So maybe two or three times a week, integrate a face mask into your routine. Again, it could be morning, it could be evening, it could be daytime, whenever you can. And you can make this yourself with some Manuka honey. It's amazing. Some Manuka honey straight to the skin is great. It's very antibacterial. It's very hydrating. You can mix it with a little bit of yogurt, which is lovely. You can even add a few oats in there. When you add a little bit of oats, you find it becomes a bit more of an exfoliating mask. So it doesn't need to cost very much to make Make a natural skincare mask. Two other masks that I use, which I really, really like, are Dr. Robux Daintree AHA mask. And I also like the Dr. Robux Byron two-in-one mask and scrub. So the mask and scrub means I get a really good exfoliate. So you apply it to the skin, keep it on there for about 10 minutes, and then you rub in the little exfoliating beads, which are all good for the environment. So don't worry, there's no plastic in there. And I find that that exfoliates my skin. So about two or three times a week, I'll do that. So I hope that's given you a little bit of an insight into my skincare routine and into my face yoga routine. If you have any questions, please feel free to ask me them. So you can DM me on Instagram at Face Yoga Expert, send me a message on Facebook, The Face Yoga Expert, or you can just go to our website, faceyogaexpert.com and ask a question through there. So I'm always happy to answer your questions and please also give suggestions about what you would like further the podcast to be about. So I'm going to go and make plans for my birthday now. My parents are coming and we're going to be just having a really nice family day out and of course having some chocolate cake as well. So I hope you have a great day and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Take care. Bye-bye. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information on face yoga or you'd like to become a face yoga teacher, just head to our website, faceyogaexpert.com for more information. If you'd like to do a regular structured daily face yoga program to get the best results, you can either use one of my apps, just search Danielle Collins on your app store, or you can use my book, just search Danielle Collins Face Yoga on Amazon. And thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you again next time.